You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. Okay. And today we have a very, very special guest. We always say the guest is special, but this one's a little bit different. (laughs) Are you excited for this one, Jay? Are you pumped? Yeah. You guys will understand. You'll see. (laughs) Okay. So here's her intro. So, So instead of our better half, she's our better third. Um, she's the reason this podcast is up and running, honestly, truly. <laughs> um, she is not well-versed in the Housewives world like the other guests, but she's a ROA alum and a ROP newbie. So there's that. Um, I call her Sweet Baby Ken, but you all will call her Kenny. Welcome to the pod, a Capricorn rising Aquarius sun Libra moon, Kenny. Hi everyone! I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> what an entrance! Honestly, it's it definitely is crazy to be on the show after <laughs> the podcast, the pod. After we talked about this for months on end, and now it's actually you guys or what? This is season two, season three now. It's season two. We're deep into season two. Okay, all right, season two. Wow, wow, wow. So today, (laughs) since I said in the intro, Kenny, she watches Housewives, she dabbles, but she's not obsessed and live, breathe, sleep, eat, live for, throw up and eat again, this, like we do. So we're going to just talk about her signs, what they are, who she is, and then we'll talk about the episode we're recapping, which we'll get into in a second. But Jay, do you want to take away who Kenny is? Sure. There's always pressure on this part. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so our lovely Kenny here is an um, aqua sun, Libra moon, cap rising. So your moon is like what you're comfortable with. It's you at home. It's maybe you with your mom or I think it's any maternal figure. So it could be a grandmother also. And um, Libra, you know what Libra stands for, Kenny, because, you know, we talk about it enough, but um, diplomacy, um, very, like, Venus-related things, so makeup, skincare, um, Ooh. Right. beauty, fashion, things like that. They're also really good at communication um, because they have the justice skills, so they are about court and justice. Um, and fairness, I think of Kim K, who is a Libra, and she's going back for her law degree. So um, there's many sides to Libra, but this probably is what I think makes you the most like diplomatic and kind of you're very neutral. You don't always want to take a side, and it's good to have you in. You're a good third to have because you know how like people give like three people relationships it's always like somebody's a bad egg and somebody's like not in the group but you're a good third to have because you're just very neutral and you get along with everyone your aqua sun is what probably makes you unique you're very um singular (laughs) definitely don't know (laughs) the wording singular you're funny she's singular she's the only kenya i know and um i think that's a good thing so they stand out in that way. There's always something about aquas that just stand out some in some way, shape, or form. But aqua also rules over 
the collective and the people. And so they're really good with audiences. And as you can tell, as we'll plug her later, but Kenny is very big on Instagram. She is our Uh own influencer. (laughs) (laughs) So this is her ruling over the masses. Okay. Um, And then your Capricorn rising is what makes you, you know, call us five minutes before we said we were going to start the podcast and then ask (laughs) us when we were going to make the podcast. Um, Because Capricorn is a work sign. They're a workhorse or goat technically. um, And they want to work. That's what they're known for. And there's other things to them. And the Capricorns listening are going to be mad. But in reference to Kenny, I think that's just the most important to know. She's very particular about her notes. She's very on time. She's very routine oriented. I have not seen anything quite like it. So. <laughs> wow. I was going to have back to that and like really take notes on what you said. <laughs> Thanks. Now I'll have to listen to what they say on Twitter. You know, everyone always talks about your rising and all that stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is, what are they talking about? Now I understand. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Okay. So that's Kenny. So we're going to (laughs) start off with a game per usual. This game's going to be a little bit different, a little bit tricky, but I will get through it. Okay. I'd like to call it a superlatives game. So there are eight ladies who have been on the cast up until this point. Now, I also want to speak to the audience for a second. We're going to play a game, you and me, Jay, where we're talking in a vacuum, and we're not talking about what's happening currently on Rop or season four. We're talking season three past. We're not referencing future shit. That's not the game we're doing here. We're talking on Kenny's timeline. So I think we should talk season three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So up until this point on season three, there have been eight ladies on the show. And so we have the list of eight ladies, and then we have eight superlatives. And we're going to give them out to the ladies and award each lady a title. Okay. okay? Well, this is actually, this is exciting. Okay. It's not quite okay. And then I'll read all of the ladies for reference. And then I'll read all of the things we can give them the titles we can give them. And then we'll go there. Okay. Okay. So there's Monique, Robin, Candace, Sharice, Karen, Giselle, Katie and Ashley. Okay. 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 Katie. The option. The options are, who would you most is the title for all of these. Want to have a threesome with. Have on your side during a fight. Go on a 10-day vacation with. Switch lives with. Give a makeover. Have a spinoff show. Tell your biggest secret. And have as your sidekick on the show if you were a Real Housewife. Okay? I feel like threesome should be like someone you should pick pretty early on in vacation I feel like you can pick pretty early on maybe yeah I think are we starting wait go ahead am I doing all of them or am I just picking like a few we're just talking through all of them so we can start with the the threesome one who's your pick for the threesome hmm I would have to say I don't know why but Monique comes off the top of my head first. 
Okay, so your threesome is with Monique and Chris. Yes. Oh my. Okay. <gasps> Chris. Oh my God. I'm gagging. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Okay, that's what it is. Right. Jay, who's your threesome with? I'm gonna go with Robin because I want Juan. I want Juan. <laughs> Juan is so fine. Woo! He's and so- Robin's a little oop herself, so I guess it could work out. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one I would choose too. To me, that was a clear winner. Like I <laughs> need one in any way I can get them, and if that means I have to have a threesome with Robin, so be it. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. Who would you go on the ten day vacation with? Um, Therese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I think. I gravitate towards her more. I don't know. I feel like we have the same vibe. Like, she's... Every time... Like, when they're away and on, like, trips or whatever, I feel like I always want to do what she wants to do. So, I feel like we're on the same vibe. The um, same vibe. I want to say that Sharice is an Aquarius moon, because I think I looked it up. So, that oh. makes sense. So, you have the same okay. vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jay, who are you picking? <sighs> Woo! You know what? Oh, it's not hard. Um, Monique, only because she's rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I would like to go on a 10-day vacation with them because I know that it will be expensive. Her being rich is my reasoning for another one. Yeah, her being rich is my reasoning for another one as well. <laughs> I'll have to go with on this question... Maybe Sharice as well, because she's the only one I think doesn't fit quite the other ones. Right. So I might, is she, I would have to assume it's, we're talking in the vacuum season three, she has money. So she'll pay for a few things for us, I think. (gasps) Is she Mm -hmm. broke now? I don't know, but I just know for sure she had money then. Okay. Okay. Now, who would you like to switch lives with? This one I said Monique because she's the one of the richest. So I think I would want to switch lives with her. You can't pick Monique though, babe, because you already oh, because I already picked her. So, <laughs> so who you switch a lot? I'm picking Monique for this one because I she's rich. I was on the same path and I haven't picked her. Hmm. Wow. Slim pickings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Switch lives with who else is left? So I have Robin. Oh, I'm not switching lives with her. Um, Candace, Karen, Giselle, Katie, Ashley. I would do Giselle. Giselle's fun. Okay, so she's switching lives with Giselle. Jake, who you switching lives with? (laughs) Hold on. And you have Candace, Sharice, Karen, Giselle, Katie, Ashley. What? Oh, I know. Um, I'm thinking. Believe it or not. Ashley. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And the people that's wow. Left, I'd rather be Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited that you would be my friend and your mother would be Sheila and then Michael would be your husband, the drama. <laughs> I love Sheila. <laughs> I love Sheila. Um and this is a Sheila centric episode and I'm so thrilled. So but we're not there yet. So who would you like to give a makeover? Hmm. Mm. I know my answer. I'm gonna say Karen because I'm sick of her wigs. Mm. Okay. 
We're in season three. Yeah. yeah. That's about right. It's just, you they're know, getting a little bit better. Hard. One wig is really off in this episode, and then she comes through with another wig, and it's much better. But how do you own a hair company and your wigs are terrible? <laughs> when she said she owned a wig company, I was shocked. I did not remember that. Right. I was so confused. Yeah. I agree with you on that. But no, that's not who I'm giving my makeover to. Jay, who are you giving your makeover to? Giselle, hands down. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. That's exactly who I was going to give my makeover to. Why are you giving it to Giselle? <laughs> She's fucking tacky. <gasps> her wigs are terrible. Her <laughs> outfits are always terrible. And she always has to have like some sort of like that mom bling. She always does too much. Her hair color is so brassy. It matches her skin tone too much. She's pretty, but yeah, bro- yeah. I, I feel like she definitely. I don't know. She just doesn't get it. <laughs> she don't, and then she be thinking everybody else don't get it. I'm like, whoa. No, it's you, sis. It's you. Exactly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I totally agree. I was gonna say, yeah, that's what Brian said about her hair on our show. Is that her hair is too close to her skin complexion? He's absolutely correct. That's just what it is. So. Yeah, so that is the answer for that one. Do you want to go... Who do you want to watch on a spinoff show? Who do I have left? I have Katie, Ashley. You have Katie, Ashley, mm-hmm. Candace. And Robin, did you pick Robin? No, I didn't pick Robin for anything. Okay, yeah, Robin, Ashley, Katie... and Robin. Okay, who do you want? <laughs> I would definitely do a spinoff show with Ashley because I feel like she carries a lot of the episodes. Like, if it wasn't for her, a lot of things that happened wouldn't have happened. So, mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. we'll watch a spinoff show of hers. Uh-huh. But I really okay, don't so know. Like, if it was just her, I really don't know how the show would be, but whatever. Okay. What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> this one's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Just because, like, knowing how many we have left, watch a spinoff show of. <laughs> this is not your favorite. Hold on. <laughs> no, it's really not fair. This whole thing. Okay. I, I honestly wish Katie wasn't even an option because I really don't know, know much about her. Uh, that was crazy, is my answer is Katie. No, we're not my, answer, my answer was Katie also. But I was also trying to. <laughs> Wait, okay, so ex- yeah. explain why your answer is Katie. Because Katie is. A fucking cuckoo. I would love to see like what she gets into <laughs> on a daily basis, and I want to know why she ended up in that godforsaken wig that one time. Well, maybe that's later on, past season three. But just know, Katie's wild. Yeah, I need Katie on screen, and they can give me a super druggy like own show. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan had her show on own, and they were like. They showed footage of the producers knocking on her door saying, Lindsay, it's time for you to be filming. And she couldn't come out because she was doing whatever in that apartment in the dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like Katie could give us yeah. that. And that's the TV yeah. show I would like to watch. Yeah. The mysterious shit that goes on in Katie's life 24-7. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my answer, too. So, do we go to who would you rather have on your side during a fight? This where I got hurt because I felt like Katie could have been a writer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would have Robin because there's a part, there's a scene where <laughs> Giselle calls Robin Money Mayweather or something, or she calls her something like that. And I, I feel like Robin would beat someone up. Yeah, she would. 
She absolutely would. Mm. For me, it's going to have to be, <laughs> which is bad because we're going to lose. It has to be Sharice. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that like, is. Oh, because because she can't. definitely will get her ass beat. Right, but she'll she'll have the money for the lawyer to sue. I guess afterward, that's where I'm gonna right. have to bank on that because <laughs> I can't give her the other two categories. No, I cannot. Um, my answer will be have to be Ashley. Um, she, I think, is rowdy. I think she's been through some things, especially with her mama and whatever goes on with Michael. I just think that she gets into a lot of tiffs on and off screen. You know, I mean, off screen, you know what I mean? So I would choose Ashley, and I think she would ride for me, and I think she would lie for me if I need her to. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so... Who would you trust with your biggest secret? Wait, why do I feel like I only have one person left? You have two. Who do I have? Katie and Candace. Oh, Candace. Oh, God. I have. Okay, so who would you trust with your biggest secret between those two? Mm. For me, it's Karen. Karen? I feel like she would tell everyone. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Don't think so. Okay, maybe I'm a little too early in the show. Um, I would say Candace. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're telling Candace your secrets. Um, again, we're talking in a vacuum, but your secrets getting out, Kenny. Your secret is getting out, babe. Yeah. Um, you cho- you chose Karen, and I'm choosing Karen as well. Yeah. Um, and then that leaves one. Who would you have as your sidekick on the show? Everybody say who their sidekick is. Candace. Candace for Jay, Katie for Kenny, and also Candace for me. And Candace, I feel like verbally we could work off of each other. She's very quick. I would be very excited yeah. to have her as a sidekick. High energy, extroverted, perfect to have. Mm-hmm. And Kenny, how do you feel about Katie being your sidekick? <laughs> I'll just I'll just leave it at that laugh. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the episodes that I watch with Katie in it, she is very like I don't know, outworldly. I don't know. She's just str- <laughs> not not all together there. Yeah, yeah, not like there was a scene when she went. I mean, I think there was like a rabbi who came to visit her and she knew nothing about the Jewish faith at all. <laughs> nothing. Even though she's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> she was like so proud of herself and it's just like, you literally wasted his time. She's crazy. Okay, well, I guess she would be an amazing friend of yours, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today, if you can't already tell, we're talking about Real Housewives of Potomac. We're talking season three, episode eight, entitled That's Entertainment. Now, what are we rating this episode, grading it A plus to F scale? Kenny, you're first. What actually all goes into the grading? Or it's just like <laughs> off the top. <laughs> you know, I'm very technical. So I was thinking about this and I was like, Ugh. I was thinking about it all day. And I'm like, I really don't know what I'm going to rate it as. 
No, please don't let it stress you out. What does your gut tell you in terms of entertainment? How much you like this episode? Personally, what are you calling my it? My fave. So that's why when you asked me, I literally was like season three, episode eight. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to rate it. I don't think, a, I would say a B. I'm going to give it a B. Are you crazy? A B plus. You said this is your favorite episode and you're rating it a I don't want to give it an A. I think that's like too much, but I'll give it a B plus. Did you can't give it a minus an A or a plus. You pick the episode. This is what we're talking about with Aquarius. She kept it, she was kept up all night over this and then gave it a B plus. That's that's Kenny (laughs) in a nutshell. Okay. All right. Um, Jay, I guess it's just you and I talking here. What are you giving this episode? I would have given it at least a minus if I'm a like bring up the episode <laughs> but that's why I said what goes into the grading and I was like you know what I'll just no you <laughs> felt B plus in your soul so that's it but that's just okay. yeah that's the point whatever that means to you I can't change your mind um I was gonna give it an A so I guess I look crazy <laughs> so A minus <laughs> B plus everybody Okay. So it's an A minus average. So it's an A minus episode. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So let's just get straight into it. Do you want to talk taglines at the beginning of this? Or should we just get straight into the episode? Um, We can get straight into it. Yeah, we can do it. Okay, perfect. Because I didn't have the taglines pulled up anyway, so I was hoping y'all would say no. (laughs) Yeah, either, so it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Why do you suggest it then? Because <laughs> if we wanted to cover, if y'all wanted to cover, we were going to. But if not, that's right. So we resume this. Like this is kind of a continuation. Now, our premiere episode of the series, we talked about two episodes ago. We talked about season three, episode six. So this is episode two, and we just so happened we told people they could choose anything. And we just so happen to be covering two episodes after the other episode we covered, which I feel like they were on a very good streak there. That to me was all a material that we were floating around. But anyway, we come back. We're at Nima Colon Resorts. Now we've skipped a day from the episode we had just covered. And everyone's talking about Karen and her marriage. <laughs> It feels like it's really upsetting because Karen opens up and says, Ray and I have been through something a long time ago where he almost asked me for a divorce. And this is something she revealed to Sharice over drinks late last night. I feel like. (laughs) And somebody ran their mouth. She's lying. You have one. It was kind of weird that Sharice just was like. Yeah, so we were drinking and you said you were getting a divorce. I was like, why would you say that? Exactly. <laughs> like, who would say that? Why would you say that? You should have just like maybe approached her later and said like, well, you know, you did say this, but I wouldn't have brought that up at the table. I, f- I felt like that was she shouldn't have done that. Unfortunately, Kenny, that's because you're a good soul and a normal person. However, she <laughs> is operating like she not. knows that she's about to get kicked off the motherfucking show. So she is trying to bring some drama where she can. And unfortunately... Oh, wait, so she was kicked off. Yeah, this is her friend Dev season. She's not full-time this season. Oh. 
in the world of housewives, can sometimes some people know for sure when they start filming that they're going to be full time. They're just the center of the show, like a Giselle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a Monique at this point. They just know Karen. They know they're going to get signed on. Mm-hmm. With some people like Candace, who's new, and Sharice, who was kind of on the fence because she wasn't bringing so much last season. They are like, okay, we're going to have six housewives. There are seven of you all filming. It's between you two. But they won't say it until halfway through. So they'll still film them normally. And they won't know until halfway through when they make the decision based on footage. Okay? So at this point, Sharice is still fighting for the spot on the show. And she did not perform well. Okay, next. <laughs> that's your girl <laughs> i know but like i didn't realize that and now that i'm thinking back through the season i don't think she performed well enough to earn the spot so obviously you guys said she's kicked off and there's a... I thought she... so you understand it i thought she left like i thought she did a katie where katie left and then came back i didn't realize she was like kicked off she was uninteresting boring she doesn't, I mean, she's not married. She doesn't really show her kids. Like, what, like, what do you have? What are, what are you doing in life? Damn, not what do you have? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just scream because this is your favorite. It's here you talk about her. <laughs> oh, so low. <laughs> you dogged her. <laughs> because, like, wow. Now, like, I guess it just puts things into a different perspective. Like, honestly, what is she bringing to the show? She doesn't no, really Kenny, show- don't let us hate you, like make you hate your favorite. Like that's no, we're trolling you. Yeah, we're tro- like I'm trolling you, but it's so funny that you said that because it's all true. What you said is true. Like she does have a certain vibe. I said she's like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. She has like a sad kind of like <laughs> okay. downer oh vibe. Far. Oh my god. I mean, you love her, so you're seeing it from a different perspective. But I also i still chose to go on the vacation with her so i still semi like her like i could be around her she's a normal person i think normal people normal people on these shows look sleepy like robin like sharice i think they just come across weird you have to be nuts to be on the show (laughs) so unless you're nuts you won't appear well on screen so i just think sharice is a normal person and she doesn't need to be on the show okay so that's where i'm at with her but nonetheless, she tries to be unnormal for a minute. She tries to expose Karen, and Karen's having none of it. Karen's saying, um, that was a very long time ago. Like, I don't really know what's going on. All of this other shit. Now, if you had been Karen and you had been ambushed, what would you have done? I mean, well, I don't know if I would have deflected. I don't know if in that moment if I would have been able to do that. Like, I feel like people always ask her questions, and then she beats around the bush. She never just directly asked the question. I mean, answers the question. So personally, I would have just probably broke down and then that me breaking down, they would have knew that him asking for the divorce was recent. (laughs) (laughs) I would not have been able to hold anything in. Like, I just feel like, again, Karen is always deflecting. Like, just answer the question or like when she was she was trolling uh, Robin and said you're not intelligent and all this other stuff and I'm just like what? Like she had nothing to do with anything. You're attacking her because your marriage is failing mm. because the black Bill Gates is broke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, can you get into that podcast spirit? <laughs> Woo! You guys got me loving this show. Honestly, it's crazy because you guys know I don't watch TV. We're glad we can have you here. 
Jay, what are you doing? I feel like it's not unrealistic that Karen would be deflecting right now. Like, she was literally blindsided. Like, Sharice really took what she said last night in drunken confidence and just threw it out on a table. But I can see if she deflects well, she does not. Like, <laughs> that's, just her, not, really not that's just her thing. She always deflects, but she doesn't do it well. And it's like, you're lying, Karen. We <laughs> I'm just right through. She literally deflects like a liar. Right. It's so crazy. Yeah, you know you're lying. Table, like, no one's believing it. <laughs> right. And I wish you guys can see this clip that I have up. Like, pause right now. It's Monique looking at her like, oh my god. No, and damn well, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that's where you were going with that. <laughs> I'm actually just going to take a picture of it so you guys can see because it's funny. Okay. Um, Yeah, so Karen, to deflect, brings up her, what we'll later come to know as LaDom, but her fragrance at this point (laughs) that she's curating and it's in the development stage. And she's like, I was just going to invite you all to my development stage to help me develop my scent while you're over here attacking me and my marriage. Again, like, that was so random. Yeah, I mean, me and Ray are going through some shit. Okay, show up to my fragrance event. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a weird plug. Very weird. I'm gonna just remain silent. But I get it. It's really hard for me to be anti-Karen. I'm sorry, y'all. You know what? After this season, I am starting to grow in Karen, like, like well, she's starting to grow on me. I really do like her more this season. I'll say that. But she, I mean, she's my queen, my everything. But soul, she, <laughs> yeah, it's just like Karen. God, that's why she's such a good housewife to me. It's just like she's so authentic. She doesn't even realize it. She's trying to pretend she's deflecting. Like Karen, we see everything, and then you have a hot mic moment, which is the next moment, and we hear everything, Karen. We know everything. Right. So just stop. But it's okay. I get it. She's in denial. She doesn't want every. She. I mean, it's hard to cope with the fact that your whole life is out there, right? And that black Bill Gates is broke. Okay, next. (laughs) I can't. Uh, so we go to the hot mic moment where Karen closes the door and, you know, the cameras are shifting outside the door trying to get the audio, but they also have a mic packs. So she reveals to Giselle, who she's talking to, that, oh, Giselle, you did know me at the time. I said it was a long time ago, but you did know me when he, um, wanted to get a divorce. And then she whispers something we can't hear off camera, which is probably like, it was last month. And then she could... <laughs> she definitely said that. <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> um, she so she says that, and then she goes back to talking like she knows she's on the show. She's like, "Oh yeah, like so, Giselle, you knew me, and like that's what was going on. I just didn't tell you." And that's that um, I cannot talk about this. Yeah, we just can't talk about the case, the taxes case. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you like, did my phone die? <laughs> no, I was trying to let you explain yourself. <laughs> that what you just said the taxes case. I didn't know what <laughs> okay, so yeah, so basically, 
Giselle's asking, is it about what Kitty just called the taxes case? And like, do you need to get a divorce for the money of it all? And you know, Karen, she's not going to answer that question right now. So she slips out of that real quick. And they move on to the next scene, which is the ladies all just having fun. It's their last night. Some of them are going to get in the jacuzzi. Some of them are just going to like fuck around. Like Ashley's putting on a Kern wig. <laughs> so she... <laughs> I love the huge strap she put around her neck that was attached to the wig to wear the wig. <laughs> did you notice that? Yes, I did. <laughs> Who does that? What is that? Ba- that band is not supposed to be used like it's chin a fucking uh, like it's a hat yeah. or like a, a chin strap. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> and it wild that she did that. Fucking weird ass shaped head, looking even weirder. Yeah, it was kind of wild. The hair on the wig is a whole nother hay situation. Again, a mess, and I don't just don't understand, Karen. I didn't realize how bad it looked until it was on Ashley. Like, when it's on Karen, wow. I don't really see it. Damn. That must have been the wig that slid off her head at the picnic. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> <laughs> it had the same part. You're absolutely correct. Wow. Um, but it's a different texture. I think this is a different... Or maybe she recut it because it fell off and she wanted a new look. But it does have the same part. That's her signature that... You're trying deep... to give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, her wig... Yeah. They're horrible. Yeah, they are, but it has a deep side part that's not quite clear. And so that's her <laughs> signature. Look at this point. And so Ashley comes running out in her swimsuit in this wig and she's doing her acting bit and she's imitating all of Karen's infamous moments. And, you know, Karen, she's able to laugh. She's a good sport. Would you be able to laugh if somebody put your wig on and came out and did your imitation? <laughs> it's all you can do. Like, <laughs> What, I don't know what else you could do. You can't sit there looking salty like that. You just can't. No. It was funny. I feel like this trip, they definitely had a lot of good moments. Except for the next yeah, they scene were- that's coming up when Ashley started stirring the pot or whatever happened. You know what the interesting think- thing about Potomac is? I know. They're all pretty much in shape. Yeah, who's the biggest one here? Sharice? Yeah, and the most miserable... But, um, <laughs> yikes. I didn't. And besides her, who, Karen? I, but Karen is shapely. Maybe more so now. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. The fact that she's the one with the worst body, like, is wild. Yeah, that is kind of wild. Hmm. Or maybe Giselle. Damn. Yeah, I, I couldn't like hang. Like that. More than Karen. I feel like Karen has better shape than Giselle. I mean, Karen has a better shape than Monique as well, but I think that Karen, I mean, Giselle's thinner than Karen. Hmm. I think so. Just Maybe because I think um, Giselle's taller. Yeah, I would say because she's taller. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, wow, we're really getting the weeds here. So. <laughs> um, Karen says that Ashley's obsessed with her she's... and whatever, so she's Wait, go ahead. I mean, definitely. Ashley's obsessed with everybody. Remember last year, her bit was season two. Her bit was to be obsessed with Robin and her relationship and what Juan was doing. <laughs> I guess this year it's Karen and yeah. the taxes yeah. and Ray. Yeah, 
she I don't really that's the one thing I don't I don't really like about her is that she definitely is a stickler when it comes to certain things. And it's just annoying after a while. She's definitely a troll and definitely not someone like the question earlier who I would want to tell my biggest secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not Ashley Darby exactly. She her and Giselle, those two messy you can't tell them shit I feel like just, at first I feel like last season Giselle was worse than Ashley but I feel like Ashley is up there with Giselle this season because that's her role I think she doesn't really I don't know she doesn't have a lot of personality that she can hang on to you know like, what I mean so she referring to? Ashley oh okay yeah true Giselle tries to lean into more of herself as a brand than every every hue, you know, the word on the street, the book that she's writing, all of that. She's into a brand. Ashley doesn't really have a brand. She just likes to antagonize other people. Right. That makes her who she is, which is quite sad. Mm. Damn. <laughs> um, Kenny, what are your thoughts on Michael at this point? I was just about to bring up Michael. <laughs> We need to bring up Michael. What what are you thinking of Michael? Personally, I I understand where Michael's coming from with the whole like mom situation, but I also understand where Ashley's coming from. Like it's like whenever you come from nothing and then you have money and you want to help out your family, like you want to put everybody on. Like it just doesn't feel right to have money and not support your family who has nothing. So I understand both sides, but I think he's being a little harsh. Like him saying that they're going to d- get a divorce. Like, do you love her or not? Like, you're going to divorce her over a few thousand bucks? Like, I mean, I don't know. I think that, I don't know. I think Michael kind of maybe has grown out of this relationship because he's just like, everything is a divorce, a divorce, a divorce, a divorce, or even I think no, that, this that's a different episode. I'm sorry, but I don't know. I'm not really a fan of him. I don't really see what Ashley sees in him, but you know, obviously he has money, so you're gonna love him so that you're not poor and broke. But I don't know. He's not my favorite. I don't. I wouldn't have went on to have children by him. I wouldn't have. What do you guys think? I mean, as far as the children bit goes, you only did that for the check. So, <laughs> so you get secure for life. Exactly. So, if my mom was Miss Sheila and my uncle was Uncle Lump, yeah, I'm going to have to secure funds somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the boyfriend's name? No, it's her uncle. I guess maybe, you'll, maybe you didn't meet him by now. His name no, is Uncle I- Lump. Oh, lump. So she supports him too? And not in the same way that her mom does, but I'm sure she does give a little something. Okay. And I mean, I do understand that, but I don't know. I feel like they, they could have, like, I love Sheila, and I feel like she's been through a lot. And I don't <laughs> think she does be cut off in the way that Michael was trying to cut her off. Like, she's in the. <laughs> we'll get to that point, but I don't know. Yeah, because I'm very conflicted bad. about it. I don't really like how Michael's treating the situation. Like, I, I really don't. It's probably because of the way he was raised. Like, that's, I mean, I feel like in Black families, you just don't do that. Like, 
if you have exactly have it, like you know especially with your exactly mom. it's not like it's a distant cousin you could just easily cut off it's your mom she's gonna be out here on the street she was living in a freaking tent like you know um i love to bring up whitney and to bring up nippy here she went broke trying to support her second cousin twice removed you know what i mean she put the entire i don't know try say area on she tried to she would have given her life she went into debt to help people i'm not saying that's how it should go but i'm telling you that's how far black people will go to hold they people down and I get that. Like, I, get it. I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine the idea if I was Ashley and let's say I'm going from my lavish house and then I go visit my mom and I'm sitting in her tent and I'm just supposed to go back to my house. Like everything's normal. Like, and I mean, you don't have to get her this, you know, luxe apartment, but you could at least get her, you know, something that's decent just to say that she has a roof over her head. But also, Sheila does have some issues. Like, I mean, I understand that she loves her man, but like, the things he's done, I'm sure, like, it's time for him to go. He Isn't he, like, still a drug addict? We don't know what's the tea, but it's safe, it's safe to assume he's a drug right. addict. I, allegedly. I, like, I really do understand why Michael is just like, no, we're not doing this anymore. I'm not giving you my hard-earned money and your mom and her addict of a boyfriend. Who's to say that the mom's not on drugs, too? I mean, she's a she's a little off there. Okay, Kitty, we're getting ahead. Okay. <laughs> but all that to say, allegedly, you're correct. Miss Sheila is also, she does have addict energy. Right. Anyway. Um, w- wow, where were we even at? We were, uh, they're in the with, pool now. Or the jacuzzi. Yeah. So that's where we should be. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're all the way back there. Um, okay, so the ladies get in the jacuzzi. They just kind of show them all having fun. Da, da 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 Monique smoking cigars because she was begging at dinner. She's like, please, can we smoke cigars tonight? Can we smoke cigars tonight? Yo, cigar um, people are in And so that's what cult like. Right. I was gonna say nothing but smoke a cigar. Wow. <laughs> what does it do? It doesn't seem like it helps. Not to spoil what, <laughs> what is later revealed, but <laughs> if you blamed it on the cigar, maybe you don't need to be smoking exactly. those. Hmm. Um, it, does anyone have any notes from that scene besides <laughs> that? Nah, man. We're good. Is this the scene where Monique was like a little annoyed with Ashley? Hmm? Oh, right, right. Because it's been revealed a couple episodes ago um, Ashley, or by last episode, Ashley revealed that Monique had four martinis when she mm-hmm. crashed her car. Um, and so she's annoyed with Ashley because of insinuating that it's a really bad look. She's trying to say in the charity world, but I mean, every world, quite quite honestly, where's the DUI? Yeah. Like, where's the DUI? Like, oh, that's fine. Like, that's chic. Like, who cares? It's not safe anywhere. Yeah. I like Monique was annoyed and I don't like how she, in the moment she's annoyed, but she will wait. She'll be like, it'll be two weeks. And then she'll be like, well, two weeks ago, this is how I felt. And I didn't like that. And it's like, Monique, why don't you just say, well, Ashley, why did you say that? I didn't have four drinks. Like, I didn't really like how she just kind of went on with the night and then, you know, got angry later on. Just say what you have to say with your whole chest. Like, she can't help it. It's a Libra thing. They're passive aggressive sometimes. 
<laughs> you know, they're justice. They're they're taking the marks. So every time, like, every time somebody does something against her, it's like a little tick, a little check next to your name, like mentally, for her. And then, wow, that's literally how how the whole thing went. Yeah, and <laughs> then, like when you get to ten, no, I will return to that later. Okay, right. next. And when you get to ten, <laughs> that bitch is gonna blow. Right. So I think that's that's all that I had for that scene. Yeah, that was a good note. I'm glad you brought that up. So that yeah, that kind of plants the seed for like she's not happy with Ashley, and that will mm-hmm. come into play later. Right, because they were gr- growing closer. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. So we go to commercial. We come back. The ladies are back in Potomac. And the first thing we get is Candace at, back at the restaurant with her husband, Chris. Now, well, at this time, fiance, Chris. Um, there's word on the curb about the fact that he doesn't really own this restaurant. He's just a GM there. So, allegedly, the restaurant where he's just a general manager, they have a slice of key lime pie, <laughs> and they talk about... It was just so <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, she was like, he was like, do you want food? She was like, no, uh, I'll just take key lime pie. And that was pie. also like, hating, because I was like, of course, this skinny, fit bitch. And Candace has a nice body. She got shape, and there's, a, you know, little definition there. And I'm like, right. this bitch can really just sit here and eat key lime pie in the middle of the damn day. And look like that. That's crazy. Yeah, so they're eating, and then there's another scene where Monique is at home with her kids, cutting up veggies and talking to Chris about what's going on with Ashley and how she doesn't like what's happening with Ashley. And like Kitty just pointed out, that's how she does it. She Nothing has happened now. Ashley said this days ago. But the more time goes by, the more she talks about it, the more heated she gets about it, and the more she works herself up. And I just feel like she always is, like, putting the blame on other people. Like, why is it, like, a problem for you to admit that you actually did have drinks? I mean, you were tired, yes, but you did have a little too much to drink. Okay. I mean, sometimes people do that. But also, every time she talks to, like, her husband or her cousin, assistant, whatever, whoever he is. (laughs) It's like, oh, my gosh, they said this. They did that. And it's just like. Monique, all right, that's tired. Come on, hang it Ooh. up. That's just how I feel. Yeah, she said they were hating on her, which I don't know if they're hating on you so much as you drove drunk <laughs> and you got in the car. Right. <laughs> no one's hating on you. No one wants to, like, tarnish your name. Like, you were drunk. Like, I just really like, want Okay, to- was it fake of Ashley to throw out that you had had a few martinis, knowing that obviously people were going to take it. Like, yeah, you didn't blatantly say, like, I was driving drunk, but you fucking said that I was drinking a lot before I got in a car and drove, which meant that people were going to take it as I'm a drunk driver. So, yeah, was it whack that Ashley did that? Absolutely. But you also shared that you were drinking, so... That's what I'm saying. She's dumb for even... Like, she was okay with owning two martinis. Martinis are straight-up vodka. So you mean to tell me two glasses of vodka? You're like, yep, fine. I was still okay to drive. It's the two others I won't own right. up to. You you should have lied and been like, I had half a cup. Exactly. A cup. Like, I, I left most of my drink there or something. 
Right, I didn't even finish it, is what I would have said. I didn't even finish I, that drink. But I didn't finish the last drink, but I did finish the three before. For, you know for what I mean? once, I feel like Ashley didn't mean any harm. Like, she just mentioned it. I, I don't feel like she meant yes, for it to she blow up. fucking did. She I don't think so. And Robin was like, no, she had, like, four martinis. I'm really... She randomly got in the car with her <laughs> after they did that little jungle gym shit. And she... <laughs> And looked at her randomly. They were quiet in the car. Robin's like, oh, I just had such a great time. This was so fun. I'm really worried for money. Oh, you know, she had four drinks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm really worried for money. She had like four drinks. She said two, but she really had four. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she did that shit 100% on purpose because she's a troll. She's a troll. She has no friends because as soon as she gets close to someone, she always likes it up. So there's that. The gag is Ashley is probably the most neutral of them all. In all honesty. Because she'll throw anybody under the bus. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anybody. She doesn't care. Yeah. She really doesn't care. Because even Giselle has exactly. Robin. Even Giselle stops to some capacity. Um, yeah. So Ashley's. Also, in the next scene, talking about the whole shit, she's in there with Michael, <laughs> kind of breaking it down, letting Michael know. And he's holding Look, his like, honestly, the husbands believe whatever the wives say. So Michael was running with it. He was like, Yeah, and I was just like, Oh, God. Right. She's like, She finished a bottle of Camus on the car right there or the bus right there. And she threw up that night in the bushes when we were in the jacuzzi. So she's tallying up all the ways that Monique is a drunk. And then that's when they show us the flashback footage of not Monique quite throwing up. They wouldn't air her out like that, but they do show her spot in the tub where she was missing. (laughs) (laughs) They just kept cutting to her empty spot. (laughs) It was killing me. And a whole bottle of champagne for some reason they kept Mm. that near her spot as well. And Michael, when a judge says, that's drunk, is it not? Like, is that not Give drunk? Give him a and champagne of course, glass. And are hyping it up. <laughs> Honestly, he needs what he deserves when he should be right in the center amongst the ladies. But anywho. Um, Sharice, not Sharice, ooh. Candace is now talking about it with Chris, and she kind of mentions it and says I mean yeah she was drinking but she was having fun like I didn't really judge her I didn't think that she was a drunk and you know she's writing for her friend would you all have done the same rode for if it was one of us driving it was the four martini sitch what's your what's your scene looking like with your husband I'm writing I'm gonna go along with it 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 costs me nothing (laughs) to, to ride along with you Exactly. I'm going to just do it. Because what's the point of me saying no to she was a drunk bitch? (laughs) (laughs) And plus, I disagree with Ashley clocking her about drinking um, on the bus. I'm like, damn, the bitch on vacation. Now, she's dumb for drinking like that right after you got into that fucking accident and they carted your fucking Bentley off. Like, you probably should have shown a little bit more discernment but I feel like being on vacation I could drink with my friends and it's just really crazy that Ashley seems so concerned with her drinking because later 
when Candace mentions, Ashley, you drink a lot for someone who's trying to get pregnant, Ashley got really offended. So. Because you know Michael ain't trying no babies. <laughs> right, and Ashley's whole signature is her bottle of Corona while she's over here talking about who's doing what, when, and where. Right. And, her, and when that gets brought up to her later, she says, well, I didn't crash my car. <laughs> Which, yeah, you got a point. But still, pop me cow. Right. Um. Yeah. So I would do the same. It. it whatever. It, you and I both know you were drunk as hell driving allegedly. So I don't need to bring it up to you that you were. You don't. You, need, you don't need definitely that. know you are. You got that. Right, you need to own up to it yourself. Right. Hold your. Right. I'm sure when you called Chris to make that. Damn, baby, you got to pick me up from the accident site. He was like, bitch, you drunk. Like, she already got cussed out, okay? I don't In the Bentley? Yeah, you got cussed out. Mm, So, that's Monique's storyline, allegedly. And we move on to Giselle. In this very scripted scene, she's obviously (laughs) putting on a show for us. And (laughs) she's preparing to write her book. We'll, we'll later know to be my word. Um, and she's getting inspired. She has to go method. So she puts on what she's calling a church hat. I wouldn't quite call that a church Someone hat. who goes to church, that is absolutely not a church hat. You would not see someone's 90-year-old auntie And this that. is why I said I'd give the bitch makeover. What are these fucking leggings that she has on? With her fucking top tucked into them. Who tucks their top into their leggings? Into leggings. I cannot imagine her as a first lady of a church. Like, the way she is in the show, this is who she is and how she's been her whole life. I cannot imagine her as a first lady. Absolutely And her nails are always disgustingly off from her outfit. (laughs) I know you don't necessarily get your polish to go with shit, but she always has the craziest color scheme and it just never matches. Like this bright. Yeah, it's always the shade. It's, it's always the, the shade that she chooses. It's disgusting. What the, who, the, who are you? <laughs> you know that one rack of, of nail polishes that you just never look at in the nail salon? That Those are the nail polishes that just. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally type that was like into all those like nail polish fads, like the crackle nail polish and like. That's the kind of shit that she get down to. Ugh. Yeah, and I wore crackle nail polish, but I was in sixth grade. <laughs> so like, like she grown. needs to grow up. Yuck. Yeah, it's really upsetting. So she's walking around in this mosaic wide brimmed hat, is what I'll call it, since it's not a church hat. And she's calling up Robin to talk about her man, Sherman. Woo. And she's saying she hasn't talked to her man in 29 That's hours. Not your I... man. Okay. Okay, so she says they usually talk a million times a day, and they just haven't talked for over a day at this point. I love that she's counting down to the hour. You Once you get over 24, there's no need to count. Now she's at 29. <laughs> she's so annoying, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Robin's just kind of there like, uh-oh, what does that mean? Like, what has the vibe been between the two of you lately? <laughs> now, Kenny, as a viewer, 
watching this, were what were you thinking of Sherman and Giselle as a couple? I mean, they seem like a really cute couple because I've seen them when they were, I think, season two. At the, it was mm-hmm. like he was introduced towards the end. I don't remember, but he seemed like a good guy. But then I don't know if this. I think it's this season where he starts where his ex gets involved and it's kind of like oh so that's the real Sherman but I did hear her say Giselle say that he is a really private person so why would you do an article on him that was kind of like I was kind of confused by that because I'm like well he's private and now you're putting all this business out there and that is why he's ghosting you I don't know why you're confused Giselle I don't know I feel like she probably just put a little more into it than than he did. And she was just like, they just weren't on the same page. So that's how I feel. How do you guys? The fact that he got scared when she sent an article about hypothetically just the press covering their relationship. He said, I no longer want to speak to you. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all are grown. It seems like she was putting way more into it because clearly he was just like, what? What is happening? This is absolutely not what I want. So now we're done. He like, damn, my other girlfriend and my other girlfriend gonna find out now. Right. I just, I mean, they had only been together for a year and a half and you're talking to people about your relationship? Why? I didn't see the need for it. Yeah, how do you feel? I mean, Sherman and Giselle, it's a fake relationship. You know how I feel about Giselle's relationship in general? Like, I feel like there's something weird about all of them. And the only guy that I felt like was actually, like, worthy of time was the one that she played, which was Kevin. So... Oh, yeah, that was the one she knew all her life, right? Yeah, that that her mom liked. Like, he was... And and he was the best looking of all the other ones that she's been talking to. And he liked her more than she and liked those him. those are the guys you should go after. And she, uh, yeah, she played around. She played and she dicked really- around. And then is over here in the fucking field feeding Sherman strawberries. I mean, come on. There's something weird about her relationships. And I never liked the man that she's with. And, you know, that's that on that. That's all I got to say. I never, like, what even happened with Kevin? Like, I, I guess they never got past the friend zone. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, because of her. That's, and honestly, she kept saying that. And I'm like, it's because of you, Giselle. It's not him. He's trying to do more and you're playing. So now Sherman has played you. That's what you get. She should have just fucked him and then just saw what happened. You know what I mean? She didn't even, obviously, they obviously didn't even have sex. Did they even make out with the tongue? <laughs> I don't, I don't even think know. so. Exactly. They were giving me friend right. as fuck. Like she didn't even try. So there that's on her. But as if he's uglier than the dude she goes for. I get it when it's like, oh, he's just so unattractive. Like I can't. But he wasn't even he, but he was good looking. Like he was a good looking. She also likes unattractive dudes, so like he's he should be fine, regardless of what your type is. He should be right. all right. Okay. So, yeah, that's just what's going on with Giselle. And like Kenny said, the articles are what really tipped Sherman over. So we can kind of say at this point, they're, they'll never be together yeah. again. They'll never be the <laughs> same again. Um, so that's the end of Giselle and Sherman, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What a sad ending. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so we cut to commercial and we come back and Karen's going to visit Matt Byers, who also was the lawyer, quote unquote, from her press conference. I'm so confused who this guy is. We all are. He also said she like, said he, he's been her friend for like twelve years or something like that. Karen, again, you're lying. You know what? He's also, you know, why he's probably been her friend because he doesn't say anything. This man is a fucking mute. Like, I don't even know if I know <laughs> what his voice sounds like. To be honest, he's funny. Would love to see his resume in like the job titles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for sure. He's very like oh, program sure. chip. You know what I mean? Like, put the chip in. Oh, it's that- programmed. This is your mat, buddy. He's gonna do whatever you tell him. Like, yeah. But she definitely pays him. To be <laughs> I was gonna face. say she is on her payroll, so. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow he has an office though. That's, that's what kills me. <laughs> The robot is doing a lot to look normal, uh, but it's not really, it's not working. Like, did they rent out that? This fucking <laughs> set. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is a goddamn set. I know this is yeah, not real. Sure. They're in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, they're on set at some, like, fucking, uh, what do they call them? Some series or something. And there's, like, a studio audience on the fourth wall. You know what I mean? How it's not even, like, a real fourth wall. It would be. So that they could get the camera angles and everything. <laughs> I truly believe they're on like the Warner Brothers set. Whatever. Or like a Tyler Perry movie set. This was like something he would have in like one of his movies or something. But any mo- anyway. All that to say, Karen comes on set to visit Matt. And Matt is sitting down with her to talk about entertainment. And the event she's going to be throwing for the ladies. And she says she's dragging Matt along in this journey with her to make the set. And he's like, I know nothing about since. How and... know that he's on your payroll? <laughs> <laughs> also, that line was scripted. He was like, I know nothing <laughs> about since, Karen. <laughs> and she was like, and that's why I'm going to have you come with me. I'm going to take you as my protege. And she says in a confessional that, like, if you don't have someone like this in your corner following you around, you're crazy. <laughs> if you had a lot of extra income, would you hire a Matt-like figure? No, absolutely not. I'm enough as is. I don't need extras. Jay? No. <laughs> okay, so we're 0 for 3 on the mat. <laughs> No mats around it. But anyway, Karen loves this guy. And I remember there's like pictures of him going to concerts with some of the other housewives as well. And all this shit. Matt's involved. He's in the world. I don't know. Wow. The next scene we see Candace, she is looking for a venue for her wedding and they're going to a hotel. Um, it looked like a hotel when they went there. She was like, I didn't want to do it in a hotel. And I understood why, because it looked like a hall at a hotel, and I wouldn't. I don't, I don't know. I don't like Unless the way it looks like when you walk through it. A well-known hotel, you know what I mean, like a Waldorf Astoria type. Then I don't do it. Right. Not that I would choose the Waldorf Astoria because it's very garish, <laughs> the the decor. But you know what I mean. It would have to be like a really well-known, like staple hotel 
the Ritz Carlton, yeah, or something like that. Like I couldn't do it at <laughs> this place. <laughs> I can't remember if she ended up doing her wedding here. Do you remember, Jay? I don't think, I don't think so because during the season they go to visit another venue, and she was kind of sold on that. But I can't remember exactly what it was. No, the, the venue was. was like bigger and more dramatic. I feel like. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I don't think it was this small, and I don't remember those stairs that she thought that she loved walking <laughs> down. So, yeah. Um, luckily, she doesn't choose this place, but she's with Dr. Dorothy, and Dr. Dorothy is sitting down with her to talk about the decor, how they're feeling about the room, all of that shit. Dr. Dorothy thinks it's great. Candace doesn't. Candace wants rectangular tables instead of circular tables. Um, which I don't think is a good move, so I don't know why she said that. And then the wedding planner comes down, and she reveals that her mother is paying for a hundred thousand dollars of the wedding, and her dad is paying for twenty thousand. Okay, what income does she have? Wait, what income again? does Candace have? Like, what does she do? Um, she has a hair company, <laughs> I believe. That her mom owns? I was Damn, like, you are just yeah. as petty as these other bitches, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just really wanted to know because she said that her mom pays some of the mortgage and her mom's giving 100000 for the wedding. And I wonder how, like, if I had a husband, how he would feel if, like, he couldn't do anything. He just because he's so broke. It's not even that he doesn't want to, or that the parents are going to take over. It's because he just doesn't have. It. I don't get why Chris is so broke though. Doesn't he work? That's why the GM salary must be low because he can't put in a fucking. Like he to can't this pay for nothing. They made it seem like one hundred twenty thousand was the budget, and there was no right? extra money coming <laughs> from anywhere. Not from his parents. Not from him. She nowhere. Was like, well. I don't want to ask my dad for more money. And I was like, well, you can't ask your husband? Like, I don't, I mean, did you guys not say? Maybe they're just trying to do really archaic times where, like, the bride side of the family paid for everything? I don't know. True. Could be like that. Hmm. (laughs) I mean, it could be like that, and they could also still chip in, like, (laughs) 10K. Something, you know, because you're like, okay, I want this, but my mom's not getting a budge on this, so I'm going to put in, you know, this 15K or something. I don't know. But okay, whatever. Although, you know what? If I could get away with not having to pay for it at all, that's great. But like, then you need to tailor your tastes. Right. Because clearly her budget isn't matching the things that she wants. The easiest way to do that is to like disinvite some people. Yeah, it's really upsetting. That you just said at your fucking wedding. And like 60% of her budget is food. I said, wait, what? That's what I'm saying. That's (laughs) why if you delete people, you delete mouths to feed. You delete plates. Right. All right. Moving on with the scene here. Okay. I was just letting y'all talk that through. Okay. Yes. All of that is true. She should have canceled some people. She had an excess of people at that wedding. But whatever. She wants what she wants. And she starts to get into a conversation with her mother about the role marriage plays in her life because her mother got a divorce from the father and got remarried and the dad ghosted her mm-hmm. when she was an infant. Her mother stabs her in the heart with that. She was like crying about the fact she was like, Dad left me. Miss <laughs> Dorothy goes, 
Yes, when you were <laughs> No, but you know what? I didn't like the scene because I'm like, dad didn't leave Candace. He left your ass. Right. And, and that was the part I was a little confused about. He, because then it was like, Candace kind of was like, yeah, he he left my mom, but he still made an effort. And I was just like, she's, her, her mom is, she's, she's bitter. Yeah, her mom is fucking bitter. And she's like, and she's like, trying to make Candace feel more guilty about the situation that I feel like is at all fair. She's like, because Candace was like, oh yeah, you know, he left when da, da, da. she's like, yeah, he left you. No, bitch, he didn't leave you. Like, he wasn't... <laughs> He's not my husband. He left your ass. And I still had contact what? with him after that. And I knew my brothers and sisters. And that's why you're bitter about them also being a part of this. So... I just, uh, she's Miss Dorothy. Wicked. Oh, sibling part of the wedding because that was a whole that, if not already, becomes like a whole argument. So yeah, yeah. and that's one thing. I feel like her mom is like trying to live through her, so she's trying to dictate everything. But I don't know. I, I'm really not a fan of her mom. No, Miss, she's wicked, bro. There's nothing to be she a really fan is. of this right. person. This right now, she's just like literally like emotionally manipulating this poor woman. Right. <laughs> she's like, while you're young, like certain shit will happen. She's like, don't insinuate that I'm gonna get cheated on because and you're I like to tell somebody before they get married, like, yeah, just be prepared that like he's gonna cheat on you. It's one of the, it was the same thing, like, you know, Ashley and, and like Monique. Like, yeah, we all know that I was drinking. Yeah, we all know that divorce is probable and maybe likely imminent because both me and Chris come from broken homes. But <laughs> it's just like you don't have to but, keep but you don't gotta fucking that. say that and emphasize that, you bitter bitch. <laughs> like she's very bitter. It's actually sad that she's living her life like this. After all those years. And she's a psychiatrist. It don't get it. Right. You're you're out here with patience? Child. Mm-mm. And has her own practice. How goes to her? I sits in front of her and feels, yes, I feel the warm support from this woman. That's what I want to know. And after this show, she would be canceled. I wouldn't be paying her. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if her practice is even open right now. I had heard rumblings that it was down for a second, but it could be COVID. Uh, true. Um, so. I don't know. Her mother is just hyping it all up. The mother's wig is crazy. <laughs> we don't even have to go there, but I just couldn't not say that. Um, and Candace walks off because she's not having it. Her mother is just trolling her. And they kind of break the fourth wall a little bit. You can see the producers filming on their like knees, like getting the full scene. It's just funny to see the angles they have to be at to get the scene. I definitely feel for Candace, but I feel like after the mother pays for the wedding, you know, secure the bag and then go off on her. That's what I I would do. Well, and that's the problem when you're being like supported by somebody. Like you feel like you you gotta like take what they say and like be respectful of their opinions. And I'm like, but your mom has very shitty opinions, so I get like wanting to snap at her. But that the way the world works is that if you are about to snap at somebody, you need to best believe that you can't like be completely reliant on that so that's why to me it's frustrating that Candace allows herself to go through this I'm like if you would just be financially independent you would not need 
to deal with half of this shit with your mom and she wouldn't put you through half of this shit but because like you need her for a check I mean she's a smart girl didn't she go to Howard you can figure it out girl come on she just don't want to work she'd rather get abused than get a job and you know what (laughs) I hear that (laughs) yeah but What's so crazy, not to just kind of wrap up this whole scene and this whole thing with Dorothy and Candace. Even once Candace leaves, her mom is still talking to the camera, just like a monologue about <laughs> the fact that the father who left, and that's the dynamic that Candace has with her father, and that whenever Miss Dorothy brings it out, she lashes out on Candace. I'm like, if this is what you consider yourself just bringing up and talking about it neutrally, and Candace lashing out, yeah. That I'm sure Candace quote unquote lashes out every time you bring up her father because you're yeah, crazy. She's, she's crazy. Her perspective is so warped. Definitely. And I just feel bad for Candace. It's hard to like, it's hard enough to reason with parents, let alone a parent who is obviously like a few. <laughs> but she can easily break the cycle. Like what we just said, if she would. Get a job. Right. Like, use your degree. Do something. I don't know. Go back to school. Do something so that you can survive on your own. You'll be fine. And you could go off for your mother and it'll be okay. And she'll have to accept it. I think that's why she got on the show. This was her foray into getting off the mama's check. It was so random. I just didn't. I was just like. How did they, you know, I mean, I didn't know they go after people with that money, but okay. <laughs> it's true. You are supposed to have money on the show. It is confusing that her money is her mom's money, but her mom doesn't make enough money where her mom's money makes her like right. color rich. You know what I mean? It'd be different if her mom was worth like a hundred million dollars and it's like, I'm my mom's daughter. It's like, okay, it's different. But her mom being like just kind of a little hood rich. In the, that, in, that's in, not enough to hold it down. Got like that, that like she can afford like basic things, but it doesn't make it enough that she can like just ball out in like Louis or Dior or something. Like you know what I mean? Like it's very right. like like your wedding budget is only a hundred thousand. Not only, not only. I just feel like. For the million dollar wedding she wants, yeah, it is one hundred twenty thousand dollars <laughs> only. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely. Has I just didn't want to say only. I didn't want people to think that we're that ball and that we're talking about. Oh yeah, definitely not. I'm. Just... <laughs> yeah, I'm like her shit. I mean, her shit is. Right, if I had a wedding today, so. no, it would not cost one hundred twenty. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely not be having a three hundred thousand dollar wedding unless I do marry the guy in my dreams. But you never know. <laughs> <laughs> With my budget, no. It's if my <laughs> out of my pocket, one hundred twenty thousand dollars is not coming out. But um, I'm just saying on this show, it's all relative. Yeah, it is a, only one hundred twenty. And again, you you can't add two, you can't add five, you can't add ten, you can't add a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm not even talking thousand, hundred dollars. You can't cover a plate. God, it's ridiculous. It's all pretty ridiculous, but. She doesn't, I mean, she has this dynamic with her mom where she's her mom's six year old. Right. And How old is that's Candace? The dynamic 27, 28, 30. Older than six. 
Yeah, it's actually it's kind of sad to watch, but her mom loves it. And what's so weird is she has a younger sister too. So I wonder what the dynamic with the mom. We never fully get to a place where we understand the dynamic with the other daughter. I wonder if she is this their relationship is that complicated as well? Because that's a lot to manage two of those complicated relationships. Her mom and the Candace seem heavily involved right. with each other. Maybe the baby gets it better <laughs> because, like, her <laughs> she puts all her energy in Candace, and the other one just gets the money and doesn't have to take the energy. Yeah, anyway, um, we get to a very good scene. Oh. <sighs> And it's Queen Sheila, and she has on some gloves, and she's cleaning up the stove, and we see kind of some boxes packed around, so we can assume that Sister Sheila is getting kicked out of this house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, of course, why is she getting kicked out of this house? Michael's no longer paying the rent on this house. (sighs) So Sheila's kind of. I go feel ahead, so bad. Like I love Sheila, but she definitely has some mental and emotional problems that she needs to deal with, and she needs to. And you know, it's hard to say that someone needs to break up with their boyfriend. I mean, obviously he has his own issues, and he's giving you know the vibe that he may be still be on drugs. But it's hard to just be like after you've been invested in someone for so many years to just cut them off. So I understand where she's coming from. And I also understand where Ashley and Michael are coming from, where they're saying, like, you need to get on with your life. You need to break free of him. It's just sad to watch. It truly is. It's sad. You Uh. about it. (laughs) No, but the part that I did like about the scene, when Sheila said, like, y'all, I'm living my best life. I'm moving out this city, okay? She said... No way. So Sheila begins her, again, a monologue. She begins her monologue by saying, I'm tired of not doing things that make me happy and being myself. (laughs) (laughs) That is so relatable. Who among us hasn't been like, I'm so tired of not being myself when we've fully been ourselves the whole time? Like, bitch, you've been living however you wanted this whole time. Don't do that. So Ashley looks at her like, bitch, really? Like, you're the one over here talking about you feel like you're getting held back? Meanwhile, my marriage is in the shitter because of what you're doing. <laughs> Get Sheila. the hell out of here. So, yeah, so... Sh- I said she's Go ahead. Sheila. Alright. Yeah, so she starts talking about, like, life goals and what does she want to do. And she was like, I'm thinking of traveling. I'm thinking of moving <laughs> away. Those are two different things. But she's thinking <laughs> traveling and then settling on a place and getting the hell out of Dodge. With what money was my That's, first I was question. Like, wait, how are you... First of all, how are you going to move out of the city? How are you going to travel? Where Where is the cash flow? I guess she, she does work, but it's barely enough to pay bills. How are you going to splurge and go on vacation? Let alone move out of, um, out of the DMV. She's funny. She tried. <laughs> she... I wonder what her I, job I don't is. Know why I had a feeling that she works at a nursing home. I don't. I got that from. But I swear I thought that's what was said on like one of the episodes. I don't know. 
You're probably right. That seems about right. I was going to say bank teller, but I think <laughs> no, she probably not a bank teller. Oh, my God. She was giving me it's bank teller bank for a second. But... or nursing home. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those two for, for sure. But I think nursing home is correct. But if she's not in bank telling, she would be an excellent <laughs> bank teller. <laughs> Um, so Ashley and Sheila, they're getting heated because um, she's saying that she's tried to, by she, I mean Sheila, she's been reaching out to Michael. Michael hasn't been responding and she's telling her, she was like, oh, I'm trying to do all these things. Go tell your master that these are the things I'm doing. Go report back to him. And Ashley's like, report? She was fed up with that. Fed up. But that is her master. I don't know what she was getting y'all worked up for. Sheila's just saying that she feels like Michael runs Ashley's life and that basically she wishes Ashley was the rich one that could just give the money no problem (laughs) and not have to go through this in between. And then she says something shocking. Something only an addict would say, which is, I don't do drugs. I don't snort cocaine. Yeah. It'd be different if we were going through that. Ashley, Ashley people go through things like, way worse than what we're going through. Why do you just offer that information up? Anyone who offers up something like that means that they've done that before. So, are you back on drugs? What are you doing? And I'm like... She yeah, just brought like, it up just, so willy nilly. Go ahead. Like, I'm sorry. She gives druggy energy. Hey, sorry, Sheila. Ken, you haven't heard my theory already, but here's the thing: the guy in the tent that she was living, I said, I think it's that's it's very crackish. The fact that she would go live in a tent with him, you know what I mean? And the way that they describe him, he gives me crack. So I think that's her drug of choice. So I think that's what she said. I'm not doing cocaine. Yeah, right. you're, not. you're doing crack. <laughs> like you would Allegedly. rather live in a tent. Wow. That speaks volumes, to be honest. Like instead of someone paying for you to live in a nice home. Right. You can separate yourself from this addiction and this guy, which are one and the same, and live in a nice place. Or you can be an addict and you can live hotel room right i'm sure they don't speak on it but i'm sure michael will be willing to pay for her treatment as well oh for sure he would that's what they want to do why michael's getting so fired up about it you know what now it all makes sense Mm. but sheila has the nerve to be the one snapping (laughs) in the scene being like i'm done I, <laughs> bitch, what are you done with? I'm done. I'm, I, you done. Know what? I'm, I'm tired of your husband. Out. I'm like, what? I'm putting myself first and I'm moving and I'm traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my move away. <laughs> and she said, don't you think that's a bit rash? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny when she said that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she was looking at her like, what? You could tell she wanted to say so much that she right. wasn't saying. She was holding a lot back. Sheila or Anne okay. or Ashley? Yeah, Ashley. In response <laughs> no, to Sheila tripping, she, we really just witnessed a breakdown. 
she was unhinged. She started work, walking all, in the, the circle. She that she's so in, I already up. knew she wasn't in a good state of mind. She has on like these sweat pant leggings and then like yoga pants, and then she has on like this house top. I don't even know what kind of top this is. <laughs> It's very much so I'm moving and these are the last few things that aren't a box. You know, you don't wear your good outfits when you're moving. You just throw something on. And she just threw that hat on top. Right. Because she had time to do the hair. Right, (laughs) obviously. Obviously her hair's not done. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's telling you what he's telling you is what she said. (laughs) (laughs) He is. She's not lying. He's telling you. Duh. Like what? Queen Sheila. And that's the thing I mean. Like Ashley is not fascinating. It's her surroundings. It's the people she knows. It's the people she interacts with. Miss Sheila is off, off the, the hook. hook. Dean is off the hook. Exactly. Yeah. These people are entertainment. The fact that she said, okay, you can have boundaries, but you can't cut people off. <laughs> Sis. Yes, I can. I don't know. So what? So what's everyone's like thoughts on the situation though? Like, do you feel like Michael's in the right? Do you feel like he's not? It's such a tough situation. I yeah, still say I... he's wrong. He should. I I told you in that last episode. I feel like that's part of their arrangement when they signed up for this marriage. He could do certain things. She can do certain things, but within that arrangement he also helps pay for her family he's always known that was it's not like her family magically got broke overnight and her mother became her mother overnight he knew exactly who the fuck he was getting in a marriage with and like what that came with and i think he was okay with it until they got married and now he's trying to flip the fucking script and get one Uh over on her and i don't like that if that's what you were supposed Uh to do and hold me down you shouldn't change it i just feel like he doesn't have to say, oh, we're getting a divorce if you don't cut your mother off. Like, I feel like it's either you cut her off or or that's it. We're like, we're getting a divorce. I feel like he could at least work with her, work with Ashley and say, okay, yes, we are going to set up a plan for your mom. She has, you know, I don't know, a year to do this or a year to do, you like, you know, you can't just do that to your mom. Especially when you're just like, I don't know. It's like she's they're so rich. What is a few thousand bucks gonna do to you, Michael? What is it gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> when you're not gonna put a in any of your accounts, so I don't understand why you're tripping the way you are. It's only forty five hundred dollars. And I hate to say only again because I don't pay forty five hundred dollars in rent. But I'm oh, wait, saying that's how much the home was? Well, that's how much they were giving her. I think that the rent was three thousand, and they were giving her a fifteen hundred dollar allowance a month. But that's only forty five hundred dollars a month. And that's not a lot of money. I'm pretty sure, if you're able to give up forty five hundred a month, imagine how much money you're bringing in every month. Exactly. He doesn't miss that forty five hundred a month. Oh. He doesn't. Poor Sheila. Yeah, I feel bad. How is she the victim in all this? I don't know, but I feel bad for her. Right. Anyone have any other comments on this scene before we move to the Uh -uh. next scene? No. Okay. The next scene we see the thing that Karen referred to earlier, her discovery phase of her scent. 
And she has the ladies all coming to smell some scents with this lady named Sue. They're all like kind of alliteration. Um, and Sue is the lady who will be facilitating the night. Um, so it's supposed to be a classy event. You can tell from <laughs> <laughs> the way, obviously, Karen asked the ladies to dress. And Sue is a certain type of lady. She's having it at a certain type of place. So do know that this is not just their regular hangout. Monique walks in with Sharice by her side. And Sharice has a black eye in the scene. Did anyone else notice? Yeah, I thought it was a little off. I did notice that. And all and all of a sudden, her and um, Monique are besties, but okay. Jay, did you notice the black eye or no? No. Okay, it's on her... Um... Oh, I see. It's on our right, yeah. her left. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was for the audience. And... Yeah, so basically, yeah, like Kenny said, they're best friends today, and she's coming in with her. Basically, Sharice is going to protect her from Ashley and this whole thing about Ashley revealing that she drove home kind of drunk. And she said that she's going to dial it back tonight, play it cool tonight. So she's being quiet, which is not like Monique because Monique is talkative. So all the ladies start to file in. Let's talk fashion. Giselle has on <laughs> <laughs> a satin red trench coat with a puff sleeve. It's not full sleeve unless she rolled it up. It looks like there's nothing underneath. The trench coat was a dress. Okay, so there was that. So that's a that's an F. Now, what did we think of Sharice's outfit? She had on the red, kind of like, it wasn't a thin strap, but a red classic kind of dress, cleavage out. How do you think Sharice looked tonight? Uh, all right. Nothing to run. Yeah, I feel like they, I feel like she looked okay. What are we thinking of Candace's white cape jumpsuit kind love. of outfit? Yeah, I was gonna say, I love that. I love her look. I feel like she has one of the best looks. Yeah, her nipple kept coming out though, but... I know, yeah, I seen how they were blocking it out. <laughs> yeah, she just didn't even feel it, didn't even care. Right. Um, What do we think of Monique's blue jumpsuit dress? No. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Ashley, <laughs> I'm watching the scene as she's walking in. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How about Miss Kern? Miss Karen. Hmm. You know, Miss Karen looks divine. She looks a little matronly tonight. Yeah. But I mean, look at the host. It's all right. Yeah, I was gonna say it's fitting for the event. Yeah. And Ashley walks in and says that Michael said she has wings. I mean, okay. The Yeah, the flaps terrible. were horrible. It's giving, you know, like a sixth grade dance <laughs> <laughs> in like the 80s yeah. it's not even like this decade it's really bad um what do we think of robin's dark floral Boring. yeah robin she broke. has like a like a burlington like a budget broke- <laughs> <laughs> a burlington budget <laughs> Woo! You guys know Burlington 
back in the day, moms used to love Burlington, but nowadays it's just give I'm it obsessed up. with the way you say Burlington too. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you say the Burlington. beat so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Burlington. Burlington. <laughs> but like, how do you say the beat that hard when it's a U right afterwards? Like, Burlington. <laughs> My mom. It's so crazy. Now stop saying it. All right, one more time. My mom loved Burlington. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was her weekend getaway when I was in middle school. We would go there all the time. Yo. It's like the mom. Our time. I'm definitely a tag. That's so funny. Because they need to know. <laughs> wow. I was never, my family was never a Burlington family, so I can't um, relate as much. But I have been to one before. I'm not going to No, say my that. dad is obsessed with say any? Burlington. <laughs> <laughs> right, each time we need to say it, we yeah, should just cut ourselves Kenny. off and let Kitty say yeah, it. My dad is obsessed. Like, he's always shopping. Like, and like recently too, like before COVID hit, you know, you know, BC. Um, he like called me the time. He was like, "Yeah, I'm down at Burlington." <laughs> 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 <It's> like... <laughs> I can't stop. I'm like, why are you like randomly at Burlington? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the delay kills me. <laughs> Like, you're get yourself ready. <laughs> you're big All right, no, okay, but anyway, I was like, why are you at Burlington at like it was like maybe 12 noon? I'm like, he just goes there just to shop. Like when you go to like a store just to clear your mind, like Burlington is that store for him. So I'm just like Oh wow, interesting. It's very chaotic in that store. Though. Yeah. Well, exactly. Why it's he's not like, a place you want to go to clear your mind. Maybe Target, you know, it's nice and organized. Burlington is very chaotic okay and well and that's why he's chaotic so <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so everyone's outfit sucks except for Candace, pretty much okay yep. Fair right so the thing is sue is of a certain age right. and that's kind of the elephant in the room is that no matter what scent category it falls in it's going to have an undertone of sue <laughs> you know <laughs> 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 so it sounds like even the fresh like instead of the fresh being like a grapefruit it sounded like it was like a baby powder you know what I mean like that's the kind of tea like Sue is giving me so the ladies are smelling the scents and they're kind of hating and they're shading it a little bit um, in particular the two green eyed bandits of course <laughs> Karen hears no evil sees no evil speaks no evil so she's pretending she doesn't know what's going on and she's having a good old time until everyone kind of realizes that Monique hasn't been speaking all night. Which is not like Monique at all because you can never get her to shut up. So the fact that they even have to be like, oh wait, Monique's here? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> they knew something was up. And by they, I mean Giselle. Obviously. Duh. So she brings it up and she's like, oh, this seems kind of weird. Monique why aren't you speaking and Monique says it's not you it's not Robin I'll have to address it on my own time with Ashley so ding 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 obviously it's with Ashley we all know what it's about so once Ashley comes back around Giselle lets Ashley know look Monique has a problem with you apparently 
and that gets it all out on the table. And Monique says she didn't want it to be like this, that she's tired of doing this shit in front of the group, but Giselle excuses excuses it as like, we had the conversation initially in front of the group, so it's a free-for-all. Would you have rather, if you were Monique in this situation, do you mind the group setting, or are you trying to do it one-on-one? I think maybe because uh, everyone was involved and, like, Ashley was, like, telling other people, maybe I would have been okay with it, but (sighs) I don't know. I kind of see where you're saying, like, maybe it would have been better if Monique would have just addressed Ashley to the side. Like, girl, why would you say that? She could have just went up to her because every I guess the comments that everyone else made were irrelevant. So I don't know. I think it would have been fine if it was in a group. What do you think, Jay? <clears throat> Tough call. I mean, for the sake of the show, I'm I'm always happy to like have inappropriate discussions at the dinner right. table or at the event in real life as a friend probably to decide but then again Ashley didn't give her that courtesy so why the fuck should I true now that you put it that way I'm about to drag you in front of all your friends (laughs) (laughs) because also says that none of the the women are her friends so it's like well why are you showing up then (laughs) so things start to get heated Monique starts to get really buck with it talking you know in a raised tone the veins are popping out. She starts to kind of elevate out of her seat when she's talking, so you can tell she could barely contain herself. And the lady Sue turns around to Matt and says, "You need to get them. You need to contain these ladies." <laughs> it gave <laughs> me very out of my job description. I'm sorry, I don't get paid for that. It gave me very slave owner vibes. I didn't like it. I think in that scene, he she says, "You need to get them." He stands up and then he sits right back down. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what he was gonna do, and then Karen starts screaming, "Security! Security!" And there is no security. Uh, no one shows up. <laughs> right, he's making minimum wage. He is not getting the fuck up and wrangling these ladies. Wow. And so Karen, yes, yeah, she says enough, basically, and it, the ladies all calm down. And some of them are like, "Yes, Karen, thank you for stepping up." Like, damn, any of y'all bitches could have right. done it. It didn't have to be her. Right. The hell? So she tells them they need to, they don't need to go home, but get the hell out of here. And she escorts all the ladies out. The scene continues on the street. They kind of just, you could tell they're just trying to film Sharice and Monique recapping it. And Monique's getting heated again, talking about what just happened. And Ashley comes <laughs> right behind the her. Ashley <laughs> comes around the corner. <laughs> so quick as soon as her name was said too it was crazy right one time when she was like and she's trying to make it seem like it's this whole other thing she was like but you did bring you brought it up too <laughs> Ashley's screaming at her Ashley oh. she doesn't miss a beat okay like terrible day. She, she remembers every detail and her storyline always adds up <laughs> it's kind of crazy how she never misses anything Yeah, she's making a list, checking it twice, and she's going to use it the fuck against you later. Don't you fucking worry. She was the one with the whole list about the K-Mas and the, <laughs> and the vomiting and the bushes and all that. Um, So she's telling her 
that that's just what it was. That's what happened. Yeah, I brought it up, whatever. And they're just getting kind of heated. And Giselle and Robin come around the corner as well. And Robin's making some comments because when she, the first sound bite she hears is Monique saying, this could have tarnished my reputation I've built. And <laughs> Robin's like, reputation? Everything I've built, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> Robin is funny. Robin hates that bitch. That line was very funny. That line was very, very funny. I said, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, shut up. Everything you've built my ass, okay? And Giselle is, you know, instigating too. She comes over, she's making faces to Ashley to kind of hype Ashley up because, you know, Giselle, she's looking for a scene. Um, and Ashley says in the confessional, look, I don't think that she crashed because of the drinks. I just think she was tired from everything else. I don't think the drinks woke her up. So if that was the case, Ashley, then why did you bring it up? But it's like what I said, Before. What I said last time. I was like, I don't think she was drunk. I was thinking, I can believe that she was tired. And alcohol makes you even more tired if you're already tired. Right. I feel like it just kind of amplifies whatever you're kind of feeling already. So I've definitely been tired and swerved on the highway. I've done it most, not a few times. <laughs> well, first of all, you're narcoleptic. <laughs> so we're talking about. No, this, <laughs> I've been in multiple. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never, and I know Kitty has done it multiple Because <laughs> you're so tired all the time. Like 27. It's B12 doesn't. Help me anymore because I'm always tired. Oh my god! <laughs> I've diagnosed you as narcoleptic for years. What are you going to go in and get like actual medication? Like my doctor has cleared me. He said I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I need to stop. Why are your doctors lying to you? You have anemia and you're narcoleptic and you're just out here living normally. Anyway, that's not. It's not about your diagnosis. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, the ladies, it's getting all heated and shit, and because of the angle Giselle and Robin are standing at, they're kind of also getting involved in it. Like I said, Giselle was already making faces, trying to amp the shit up, and Robin is kind of getting herself involved, which she usually doesn't do. And so Monique says, for you and Robin to say, I drank that whole bottom of Camus makes it sound like I have a problem. Maybe you do. And yeah, <laughs> the way you're going so hard makes it look like you have right, a problem. Right, and you're trying to defend yourself, so you have a problem. Just move on. If you the bigger deal you make it, the worse it looks. Just let it go. You shouldn't have you should have came to this event tonight, played it neutral, and they would have never it would have never turned into this whole whole right, thing. Right. Now you ruined Karen's whole entire event. Which I didn't even realize till I rewatched it that there were other people there. <laughs> I kept cutting so I'm making all those faces and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> um Karen comes up and she says, Let's talk, let's go somewhere else. And Robin's kind of snapping at this point, saying, You'll blame anyone but yourself for what the fuck happened, basically. Huh. Which also true. Yeah, that's true. But I don't feel like she's blaming anybody for what happened. I think I'm just looking at my supposed friend who's out here insinuating that I drunk drive. Drove. True. <laughs> like, true. Well, she didn't have to bring that up. And so now I'm gonna get at this bitch because she didn't have to bring, bring that shit the fuck up. And Robin's mad at her. I don't know why. I don't know why Robin didn't turn her. Because she brought Robin's name up. She should have just never yeah. said that. Yeah. 
had nothing to do with Robin. Robin. And then after that, her and Robin started getting into it, and Sharice was blaming Robin, saying that she provoked it. And I'm like, but Monique was the one calling her out. So, what is the truth here? I don't know. Robin did overreact for sure for her to take it from that to getting up in her face and kind of charging her a little bit was shocking especially considering Robin's always asleep. He said get in my face and say that. Okay well I mean if you want to play the tough girl I'll get in your face. I mean you guys know how I feel about Robin so I just I'm going to defend her to the end of time. No, I'm on Robin's side on this situation too, but she did, she was the one who aggressed her first. She is the one who charged her. Okay. It was like, okay, bitch, now what? Do it then. Okay. She wanted to square up, and I like that. Robin is about it, okay? I don't know about money. I don't know. Okay, to recap this episode, at the end, you know what we do. It's our housewife on display. Kenny, you're going to go first. It's whoever stood out to you whatever it doesn't have to be a technical housewife but if you wanted to be a housewife that makes sense too but who was your housewife on display (laughs) the person that stood out to me the most what is this game what is the guy's name her assistant matt matt i was gonna say mark matt i would say he is the housewife on display he's just his presence on the show is just very questionable I think he's funny and (laughs) (laughs) he has no personality. You just said, I think he's funny. (laughs) Kenny don't make no sense. I just always laugh. Like the first time he was on when he was at her little interrogation event about the broke Bill Gates. And then now he's back with more scenes. I think I choose him. You know what? I'm going to give it to Ashley just because she was involved in a lot in this episode. Between like her debate debacle with her mom, she's technically the reason why Robin and Monique even get into the fight because she's the one that brought up the drinking situation. Um, This is kind of all Ashley's fault. (laughs) And therefore, she's on display for me. Okay, and I'm going to choose, maybe today I'll choose Robin. I'll choose Robin because she jumped up and she took that umbrella to the neck and didn't give a fuck. And so for that, I would have to award her. And we don't get to see this Robin often. When's the last time we saw Robin with the umbrella to her neck, you know? So. <laughs> my That's my girl. Girl. That is my girl. <laughs> I mean, you're not alone. People do kind of love Robin, especially as of late. She's gotten a standum, so I, I mean, rock well, on. Pretty far ahead, but I'm wondering, is it because she's finally getting her life together? Mm, and that's a cut ahead, but she's not getting her life together. I don't want you to think uh, <laughs> Well, okay. Maybe that's why they love her. She's never going to get together, you know? You know, it's a reflection of everyone. We, I don't have my life together either. <laughs> so yeah maybe that's what it is so I mean we're here at the end I would like Kenny to plug herself on everything that she wants to so go ahead this is your spiel right now your elevator pitch go 
Well, I'm Kenny. Well, my actual name is Kendra. I go by Kenny. My Instagram is who underscore is Kenny. I talk all things skincare, wellness, and travel. So be sure to follow me. And yeah, thank you guys for having me. I love you guys so much. I had a good time. Hopefully I can come back once I've caught up a little. Hopefully by the beginning of the year, I'll, <laughs> I'll be <laughs> I mean, the beginning of the year is soon. You laughed like it was a very long time away. But you guys know I'm really slow. But I'm on season... I'm at the end of season three. I think I'm about to be... Well, actually, season three had a lot of episodes. Yeah, it did. So, I'm probably towards the end of season three. Like, I'm, like, maybe, like, season... I mean, episode, like... I don't know, 15 or something like that. I think it has, like, 20 episodes. Okay. So, thank you for having me. And, yeah... I mean, love you too. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining our series. Um, we'll have to talk about having you back, but we'll let you know through bookings. If I make cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to see what the analytics are and I'll let you know if you have to make the cut. But yeah, it was so fun to have you. Jay, do you want to say anything before we end this here? Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> I feel like putting me on the spot. I'm like, okay, now it sounds forced. It does sound forced. It's okay. It's fine. Well, we well, appreciate, I appreciate you. Appreciate the thanks. I appreciate you guys, and I really did have a good time. I can't wait to listen back, which is going to be very weird for me because ugh, I hate listening to myself talk. Well, we made you say Burlington a lot, so Burlington. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, wild. My God. Oh my god, I'm glad we figured that out about you on the spot. If we learn nothing about you, we learn that you say Burlington really wildly. <laughs> say it one more time for the pot. Burlington. All right, and until next time. <laughs> Adios. Bye. <laughs>